Well, let me tell you about Good Ranchers. If you want to save money, if you would like to do something to support um, American meat, uh, American farms, American ranchers, and I don't mean uh, Bill Gates, okay? I mean actual ranchers who believe in the same kind of things that you do and have been putting food on our table for generations. They're being driven out of business. Well, Good Ranchers is there to not only give you a lower cost of your beef, but to ensure that that beef is coming from American ranches and they are supporting American ranchers to keep them alive so we don't all eat bugs. Sorry, I'm in a mood today. I want you to go to GoodRanchers.com. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Lock in your price of your beef. Uh, Get a subscription for American meat delivered today. $30 off with the promo code GLENN. Promo code G-L-E-N-N. It's it's the best. It's GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Welcome to Friday. White House yesterday demanded the media comply because there was a lack of space at the president's press conference. Not true. 26 open chairs. Not true. They were just making sure that only the reporters that would play nice were there at the press conference. Well, they didn't play nice. They shouldn't play nice. And you know what? Honestly, it is time for all of us to wake up to what is happening in our country. What's happening right now, well, I'm going to, let me, let me just say these words. Say hello to Snow White. This story should open the door and, and lead you to the sunshine of what is really happening in America. And I'm going to tie it all together with Snow White, uh-huh, in 60 seconds. This president's holiday, why not get yourself a window treatment worthy of a presidential suite? Why not avoid spending a fortune in the process? Blinds.com has a great a great president's uh, sale. You can save up to 45% site-wide on premium custom window treatments. Their design consultants have you covered and can help you pick what's right for your home when there are just too many choices. They don't even need to come to your home, let alone come out two or three times. There is a real reason why Blinds.com has over 40,000 five-star reviews. It becomes obvious when you see how their window treatments can give your home a whole new look. And the best part, they make it incredibly affordable at the same time. By the way, if you want to have the installers come in, you have them do a couple of windows or 25 windows, same price. Where are you going to get that? Blinds.com. 
Blinds.com. Their President's Day sale now through February 22nd. Save up to 45% site-wide, plus doorbusters. So get the f- up to 45% off everything right now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com. Okay, uh, so let me start with this story. And I'm going to tie it to I'm going to tie it to Ukraine, to Ohio, the entire mess. We have a story that came out yesterday. Former J.P. Morgan executive Jess Staley discussed Disney princesses with Jeffrey Epstein in July 2010 in an email exchange. Now, this is coming because there's a lawsuit Um, In a court filing by the U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General and the acting Attorney General, wasn't this Attorney General the one that filed the suit and then was fired, and so they replaced him with another Attorney General? So that shows you corruption just right there. Okay. So the exchange in the email was about the young women and girls procured by Epstein for the former J.P. Morgan Chase executive, okay? Uh, He went to his properties, Epstein's properties in the Virgin Islands. Um, They were discussing the women and young girls procured, uh, and they used the names of Disney princesses. And uh, at one point, Epstein was like, hey, next time, which princess? And he was like, hey, check out Snow White. I think it's Snow White, okay? They were sending explicit photos to each other and everything else. Now, this guy is very well known. Epstein, very well known. He's friends with Epstein. We know about their relationship, just like we know about the relationship with Microsoft founder and the guy who's currently redesigning our world and our health, Bill Gates. We know that Bill Gates, his wife, one of the reasons why he his wife left him apparently is because he would not distance himself from Epstein. Now, there are pictures of this J.P. Morgan uh, Chase executive on the island with Epstein and Bill Gates. Now, are you telling me? They flew down to the island And Snow White and the other princesses were paraded around for the J.P. Morgan Morgan Chase executive. And Epstein was doing the parading with the girls. And where was Bill Gates? He was working on software because there's pills for that now, Bill. You can take that. And the software and hardware, they become one again. But once again, sponsored by Pfizer. It is. Pfizer, <laughs> Pfizer, it, it is incomprehensible that we do not know who these Johns were. And let me say it this way. If that little black book of Epstein's contained only the names of truck drivers, conservative, uh, uh, you know, commentators and diner restaurant owners do you think any of those names would not be known today we have a good example of this recently with matt gates 
Yeah. Who they accused of all sorts of things and, and then Correct. went through all the investigations and did not find anything to charge him with. Right. Right. So they'll charge anything. They'll do anything to smear we you. Knew okay? his name. Every all the ex, every accusation was out on the table so immediately. We don't know. We don't know the facts that they know. And we're never going to know. We're never going to know. But I'm telling you, if they were all, uh, you know, people that were in red states, all those names would be known. One guy would be like, I fixed the furnace. I, I'm only in his little black book because the furnace has problems. And when it goes down, I, I go through a basement door that only leads to the furnace room and I fix the furnace. I have nothing to do with it. He would be known as a pedophile. But the the wealthy, the connected they can get away with child rape and somehow or another, no one seems to care. Why? Because you don't know. That's a conspiracy theory. You don't know who these people are. You don't know what Bill did. Well, no one's looking into it. And that causes one to go, why? Why? Because if we knew it was somebody that nobody knew in a red state, they would be smeared if not in prison today. And if they were, if they had done something with children, they should be in prison. So why isn't this happening? I don't think it's just to protect the elite. I really don't. I don't think that it is just because Bill Gates and Bill Clinton were... Flying on his plane in a totally innocent way. I don't think that's what it is. I think that's part of it. But I think the real target is the intelligence apparatus of America. I believe that Jeffrey Epstein, this guy doesn't go from nobody to where he was connected with so many powerful people doing this kind of stuff believe me if i'm in your home you're flying me on your jet to your island where i'm spending a week i have the security that checks them out six ways to sunday i know whose house i'm going to if i'm staying for a week I know, and I get a briefing before I decide to book it on the calendar. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Soft book that, but leave room for an excuse. And security is looking at them, getting all the information. Then they come to me and say, okay, these are the rumors. This is what's happening. This is what we think might be happening. We recommend you don't go, but it's up to you, sir. And then it is up to me. You're telling me that Bill Gates doesn't have security like that? That could look deeper than Glenn Beck's security could? Are you telling me that all of these people, President Clinton with Secret Service detail, they didn't know anything about what was going on in that island? Bullcrap. You'll never convince me of that. Never. And I know because I live in that world just on the edges of it of having intel that the average person doesn't have. I don't have their clearance or their their uh, uh, access to information. I barely have anything. 
Right. Like if you're the pool guy who works on this island, you're going to be excused for potentially Correct. not knowing everything that was going on. Correct. You're you're Bill Gates. You're going to have you a know. really good idea. You know. You know, or at least you have been severely warned. And then when that person does go to jail the first time, you immediately go, okay, guys, you were right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Right. Okay. So what is this Epstein thing? Who are they really protecting? Because I no longer believe that it is just the people like Clinton. I think they're protecting, I don't know, CIA, NSA. I think this guy was a government operative operating honey traps. And if you think that doesn't happen, that happens in the spy world all the time, all the time. That's how they get leverage over people. And I have experience with that as well. I have, thank God, been in a position to where this has happened And thank God I was living the principles of what I truly believe. Otherwise, I would have been done. I would have been an enemy to this state. I was at Fox. And uh, people were going through my garbage you know, investigated. And I had been investigated before the first time. Well, I I don't want to say who was doing it. First time it was on the left. Okay. And I, I know the company that was doing the investigation. They're the big lefty company. Okay. And they search everything. They look for anything. Okay. Thank God I was clean and anything that I had ever done wrong. I had confessed to you a long time ago. I'd be like, I was a dirtbag, okay? And I'm a recovering dirtbag, and I'm trying to be better. So I had no fear. They're going through my garbage. They're going through all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, what the? What do they think they're going to find? My wife and I actually laughed about it, okay? You're very boring. I'm extraordinarily <laughs> boring. The, the yeah. best thing they could find was an old historical document <laughs> that you may have thrown out by mistake. <laughs> right. right. So uh, then... I'm at Fox and the uh, event at the mall happens with uh, in Washington, D.C. 500,000 people show up. Rupert Murdoch calls me to his office. What are your intentions? What are you going to do with all this power? I'm like, what are you talking about? You running for president? No, I'm not running for president. You're running for president. No, I'm, I'm not running for president. I don't I don't want that. OK, I just ask people to gather just to bring hope to the country. They didn't believe me. Somebody starts investigating me again and they go through my garbage. All of it. Same group of people, different employer. You draw your own conclusions in um, uh, in a meeting that I had about two months later. I knew they had nothing because I don't have anything. I'm boring. And I sit down at a desk. And Roger Ailes pulls out a stack, at least a foot a stack of papers and folders and puts it. He's, I come in and he said, you know, we've got to have a serious talk. And I said, okay. And he comes down, he puts a stack of papers on his desk, all in folders. And then he kind of pets it like a little kitty cat. And he says, you know, a lot of people 
would like to see you pulled down. I said, I know. He said, and there's a lot of people that do anything to get information on you. I said, I know. Good thing I'm really boring. And he said, well, and then he petted the little file. Well, you know, Glenn, it's always a horrible thing when a man has a wife like you have. Now I am just on fire. The hair is standing up on the back of my neck, and I lean in and grab the edge of his desk, and I said, why is that always trouble? And he said, well, because a man will step out and do something, and it's, you know, it's human nature, and it can really hurt a good woman like that. And I looked at him straight in the eye, and with all the calmness that I could muster, I said, it sure is, Mr. Ailes, and that is exactly why nothing like that has ever happened. And then we had like a third grade stare down for, it had to be at least a minute, felt like an hour, had to be at least a minute, where his eyes didn't move, my eyes didn't move, and I know the first person who speaks loses, and I wouldn't speak, I had already said the truth, and I stared at him across the desk behind those papers. Yeah, I know. And he picked up the papers and put them down by the side of his desk. And he said, just be careful. I've lived in this world on the very edge. I'm not even into the cheese part of the cheesy crust part of the pizza. <laughs> I'm at the very, very edge of the crust of living in that world. This is not being exposed because this guy most likely was an operative. And, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Yes, so was that the CIA knew about or were involved with Lee Harvey Oswald, which gang they kept saying was a conspiracy theory until this year. Did you hear that announcement? The CIA had Lee Harvey Oswald on their books. He was an operative. Now, that doesn't mean they killed him, but they were using him. They knew about him. He was current. It was not like, oh, we used him 10 years ago. He was currently an operative. And they covered that up. What do you think these agencies were made for? To go get our enemies, but they're not being used to get our enemies anymore because the deep state defines who an enemy is now. It used to be an enemy was someone who would not protect and defend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That is no longer our enemy. It remains my enemy. Back in a minute. mouth is a little dry uh jane wrote in about her experience with relief factor she said i had so much back pain i could barely walk after back surgery i went to physical therapy i didn't get any relief i've had to use canes i've used a walker i decided what i don't have anything to lose 
I'm going to try relief factor. She said, I basically have no pain. I go to the gym now, more or less pain free. Thank you, relief factor. Jane, it, it, they're never making a promise that so this will even work for everybody. 70% of the people to try it go on to order uh, more. And it's not going to maybe take away all your pain. I still have pain from time to time, but I had nothing like the pain that I used to have. And it sounds like you're exactly the same way. Please, if you're in pain or know somebody who is in pain, try Relief Factor. Please just try. It's three weeks. It's 20 bucks. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does, you get out of pain and get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Do I need a drink? <laughs> not, not a drink. Not a drink. But. What is in that, that styrofoam? You know, this is all I asked for for my birthday. All I wanted was, because uh, I go to Sonic just for their, you know, Diet Coke. And uh, uh, so I go to Sonic and my wife will go from time to time. She'll be driving by and she'll grab a Coke from Sonic. And then I use that cup all day long. I'm such a germaphobe. I don't like Yeti cups because it's just, you're with me? Oh, God. I'm all, so I wanted, well known for this. all I wanted was a bunch of styrofoam cups from Sonic, just a big box. Go and just, that's all I want. Just styrofoam cups from Sonic because I love them and I don't have to wash them. And they're killing the earth and dolphins. So, I mean, everybody's a winner here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why, let me just take a, because my mouth is a little dry after that. What? We're on. You didn't know that? Well, I was going to say, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to, I mean, that's what, did you get them? You keep talking about it, but did you get them? No. Nobody in my life thought I was serious. (laughs) They're like, can't get dad that. Yeah, that's what dad wants. Those are some of the best cups with the ice. You got to get the ice too. The ice is key. Sonic ice. There's nothing better. I know. I mean, living in the Northeast, there was no Sonics back, at least back in the day. And then they bring them down. When we move down here, all of a sudden, it's just everywhere here. Oh, they're great. They're so good. That's a scene from the firm, you know. That exact scene happened. Yeah. In the firm. I'm I'm a little thrown by your story here, but like the. The, that scene was in the firm. Yeah. Except the guy had actually done it in the firm. My so wife said better. to me at one point, not based on that story, on an even more unbelievable story, said, we're living uh, Jason Bourne's life. Yeah. And I said, I know. I <laughs> well, think this is very bizarre. I mean, m- we didn't. Minus the athleticism. You know. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. I need another swig. What's in that Sonic <laughs> cup? Uh, the following is uh, brought to you by Preborn. Before a baby is born, his or her heart will beat 54 million times before birth. Preborn Pregnancy Network has rescued 200,000 babies and have made it possible for those 200,000 babies to have more than 54 million heartbeats. When a mom hears a heartbeat, she goes in, she can be convinced she's going to have an abortion. She's like between 60 and 80% more likely to choose life once she hears the heartbeat from an ultrasound. If she sees the baby and hears the heartbeat, it, I mean, you have a great chance of saving that baby's life. Those ultrasounds 
have to be free because they're thinking about having an abortion. They don't want to pay for it. They don't want to see it. So if you give them free ultrasound, you can save tons of lives. Every ultrasound is $28. Do you, would you like to help save babies? Go to pound 250, say the keyword baby, or you can find out all about it and donate at preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save yourself 10 bucks off Blaze TV. You know, everybody says, what are we going to do about big tech? What are we going to do? I mean, we got to get Congress to do something. Well, what can they do? DeSantis, once again, Wednesday, we didn't report this uh, on Wednesday. We should have. Wednesday, he came out with his digital bill of rights. Okay? Or Tuesday. Digital bill of rights. Here they are. Really simple. Protect private in-person conversations requiring consent for companies to observe. So if you have a any kind of device that is listening or watching, you have to have consent given the company consent to watch. Protect the right of individuals to participate in platforms without unfair censorship. Protect the right to know how search engines manipulate your search results. Do these not all sound like common sense? Protect the right to control personal data on the largest and most common platforms and require express authorization to monetize it. Amen. You do that one thing and you've crippled these companies because they'll no longer have a digital twin of you that they can monetize and analyze all the time. Protect children from online harms. Uh, freedom from surveillance, such as unauthorized surveillance of private conversations via cell phone. This is so basic. Ron DeSantis puts it out. Good. Now, can some other states follow in his footsteps? I don't know why this isn't being done. Look at the guy's popularity. What are you governors doing? I don't get it. One of the guys who has been affected by uh, digital uh, censorship is Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee. He's the CEO of the Babylon Bee. Hey, Seth, how are you? I am good, Glenn. It's good to be back with you. Thank you. Uh, You know, I think I ask you this every time you're on, uh, but it gets worse between the interviews that we have. How are you guys dealing with satire in a world where we're shooting $10 balloons down out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, uh, it is getting worse, isn't it? I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're tracking it in a sheet. I may have mentioned this before on your program, but we're tracking in a sheet all of our jokes that come true, and we call it, you know, like they're fulfilled prophecies instead of punchlines. And, uh, and we're up to almost 100. I think we've hit 90 now, so 10 more, and we've hit 100 Unbelievable. Jokes. Do you have that list true. in front of you? Can you tick off some, either from memory or... Yeah, I can pull it up. Um, I have it on my. Uh, I mean, that's like the uh, Simpsons. Link on my link tree, but everybody's yeah, like the Simpsons. They're prophets. No, they're not. They're comedians. They're just writing jokes. We're becoming the joke. <laughs> it is an old problem, though. You know, Shakespeare said jesters do oft become prophets. So you know, it, it, this has a long history. But 
Um, but it's happening with us really frequently. We did a joke about how uh, horrified Satan distances self from Grammys uh, <laughs> after that crazy Sam Smith performance. And then, and then the Church of Satan came out uh, two days later with a statement saying that the that the the, the performance was uh, underwhelming and meh, and it didn't represent <laughs> the Church of Satan. <laughs> I mean, this kind of stuff is happening all the time. Uh, uh, we did one expert say they don't know what's causing everyone to suddenly collapse, but it's definitely not that one thing. And then you see a story that says. Something has been killing American young people in sharply rising numbers, but it's not vaccines. <laughs> I mean, these, they, they're jokes. jokes. It's unbelievable. And then, and then the, the media makes them come true. I, I do say all the time, you know, imagine if your job was to write jokes that are funnier than what Democrats are doing in real life. I mean, that's a challenging job. I know. Really challenging. Um, so what is your take on uh, just the news of the week? I mean, can you deal with something like, did we blow up the Nord Stream pipeline i mean we talk about this we've had deep deep conversations in my producing meetings every day this week do we want to know would the is the world and the population of the world served by knowing the truth Mm -hmm. what does it mean is there is there any place that is off limits hmm um for for comedy for what we do yeah for comedy no, we, would, we've decided there is no limit no. for us I, honestly i think you know in the, in the conversations about what you should and shouldn't joke about the people that are usually telling you oh there's these things that you shouldn't make jokes about that those are their sacred cows that they want to protect and that is the funniest stuff to joke about those are the things that you have to joke oh about yeah i know someone doesn't want you to joke about them so the I know. best comedians know that and they leverage that. It's the reason Dave Chappelle is more popular than ever yeah. is because he knows that if he touches on some of these things that people are clutching tightly as their sacred cows, he's going to get laughs. People like to laugh at what you don't want to be joked about. So I, we, we generally have a rule that, you know, if there's anything that we're feeling like we shouldn't joke about it, well, maybe that's the thing we should be joking it about is. the most. It is. It is. It is. It absolutely is. And I, I can't thank you enough for being there when no one else was joking about anything thank you for keeping that alive are you seeing a difference do you think we've hit a tipping point on because if we haven't hit it yet we're very close on this woke nonsense and people just starting to go you know what this is enough (laughs) you know i think we may be close to the tipping point because it's gotten so insane the fact, you know, you, you know that once you start involving kids in this stuff and you start pushing this stuff on kids and, the, and they're doing it so aggressively, um, you know, the fact that initially it was all denied that there were drag shows happening for kids. Now they're just openly promoting them all over oh, the yeah. place. You've got the, the denials that there's gender affirming care. I'm putting that in scare quotes, gender affirming care happening in these hospitals for minors. Uh, and now that, you know, well, no, it is happening and it's good. And you want to harm kids if you want to try to stop it, that kind of stuff going on. There are so many people who are now realizing how how crazy and out of control this has gotten. It's not just about, you know, respecting the freedom of other adults. It's about protecting kids from being purposefully confused. We're cultivating confusion and then treating it with irreversible damage to their bodies. I mean, this kind of stuff has gotten so wild that I think there is a lot of a lot of pushback now and a lot of understanding that there needs to be something done to, to mitigate it. The pendulum has to swing back the other way. And I think maybe we're at that point where it's going to start to do that. You're starting to see stories in the New York Times that sound more reasonable. 
really, because I haven't spotted a lot of those. But um, <laughs> well, they, they just did. They just did one on transgender stuff, and I think it was about gender gender affirming care for kids or something. And and, and the whole trans community is up in arms about how transphobic the New York Times is. Right, that's a good sign. That's and, a good sign. And I do think that I think what was it like 150 uh, people that work for the New York Times walked out in protest. And I think the New York Times said, we're not going to be held hostage. <laughs> like, yep. What? So you're right on that. Yeah. Um, that was a great statement they put out. Uh, when, it comes to, uh, when it comes to what's being done to our children, um, you are really uh, clear. Uh, you did, you've put some posts up about Chelsea Handler, and she did a video about, you know, the day in the life of a childless woman and how great it is. And. You wrote, she left out the part where she cries alone at night from the realization that her freedom came at the cost of true fulfillment. Actually, it came Mm -hmm. at the cost of the lives of her children. I didn't realize she bragged about having murdered multiple babies. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, You know, there's this kind of, there's this, this callous celebration that's happening so much now you know we've, we're so far from that you know abortion should be safe legal and rare type yeah. of thing um that that was you know the kind of the mantra of the 90s uh, we've, we've come so far from that now that we have people like chelsea out there you know bragging about how happy and free they are you know with really no no mention of like what what if, if there is any mention of what uh, allowed them to have that freedom, it's, it's done in, in this, not in this somber, like sad sense. Like, you know, I made sacrifices. I made hard choices to get here. No, they celebrate what they did to, to get, to get this freedom. And she's talking about the freedom to just wake up when she pleases and do what she pleases at night and go out with friends. And it's like, life is more meaningful than that life. You know, the lives of children matter and there's so much more fulfillment to be found in having a family and raising a family and being surrounded by loved ones and, and growing old with the ones that you love. And I do think it, I do think it's the case that a lot of people who think that they're finding true freedom are, are in fact sacrificing true fulfillment to get it. And, and they will regret it later in life. And I, and I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's mean to, to call that out. No, I, I don't either. I mean, I, I, I mean, if you're, you're murdering your children uh, to do that, I, I think that's fair to call out. But I, I know yeah. that I didn't I was a guy who didn't want any children and I have four and now I'm 59. I wish I had 10. I mean, yeah. the, the only thing that I have done in my life that truly matters uh, has happened inside the walls of my house. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all about my children and you don't really get that until you start to get a perspective of a life lived, you know. Well, yeah, and the kind of fulfillment that can come from from living sacrificially in the sense that you're serving the needs of others, there is so much fulfillment to be found. It it sounds like to to this when you're being selfish and self consumed, it sounds so burdensome to think, oh, I might have to sacrifice some of my time or money or attention to take care of somebody else or care for somebody else. But there's really there's really nothing more fulfilling. Like God made us. To, to, to be in that role. You know, God made women to be mothers. He made men to be fathers. Um, that's why we're here. And, uh, and so, you know, there, there is real true fulfillment, deep satisfaction that comes from that, even though it's a harder life in many senses. Wow. Listen to the hate coming from you. Um, the, uh, the, one of the stories that I'm following that is really disturbing is how fast Canada has collapsed on its protection of life at any age 
at any age. Are you following what's happening up there with euthanasia and everything? Yeah, I've been hearing some things. I think I heard something recently about a, a story about, you know, about how we need to have a, a cutoff time, I guess, after, after a certain age, just put everybody down. Is that, is that really <laughs> what they said? I, I haven't heard that, but I know that they are putting people down. You know, they, they now for if you're a kid, a teenager, and you are depressed, you can go to a doctor in Canada and get end-of-life medication. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hello. Yeah, that's just... No, no regard whatsoever for the value of life. And, no. and there's so much, you know, there's so many people, there's so many great stories. If you talk to people who've, got, who've been suicidal, have gone through depression or alcoholism, or drug addiction, and they've come out on the other side of it and their lives have been redeemed and so much good has come from that. Why are we, why are we so quick to give up on people? I know. I don't understand that. I know. I, I am a guy who is uh, addicted to all those things and led a really bad life and alcoholic and changed my life. I'd like to think that my life had been redeemed, but I know there's a lot of people who are like, he should have died a long time ago. Um, but uh, I, I am living testimony that whatever you think you've done or whatever your problems are, there is there are solutions and there is a meaningful and happy life ahead of you. Should you choose it? Yeah. It's not going to be easy, yeah. but if you choose it, it's there. It's there. Thank you so much. Hate coming out of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Seth, for everything that you guys do at the Babylon Bee. And uh, as always, anything we can do to help, you just let us know. Thanks. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. It's uh, an underappreciated fact that trust is really hard to come by. And in the world of business, pretty much any business that might go double. When you're trying to sell your home, buy a new home, even worse, do both at the same time, it is really important that the real estate agent that you have, that you're doing business with, is someone you can trust. So how do you know? Well, I think we've added a huge piece to the puzzle to solve that problem. Uh, we started realestateagentsitrust.com. I started it with my brother. It was actually his idea uh, because we both had had problems, you know, knowing who's a good agent and who's not. And we're pretty intelligent people, uh, but we don't know. How, how do you find one? When you do an interview, what do you ask them? Can you sell my house? There are business practices, just standard practices that the best real estate agents use. And they're the, and, and that's one of the reasons why they're so good. Now, trustworthy as well. We wanted to make sure that they were cut from the same cloth. They're listeners of the program. Um, and so they think like you. It will help with trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. A free service to you. I recommend you interview them yourself, but see if you don't notice a difference. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. This is crazy. This is just crazy. Joe Biden yesterday um, announced what the balloons were. Cut eight, please. Our intelligence community is still assessing all three incidences. They're reporting to me daily and will continue their urgent efforts to do so, and I will communicate that to the Congress. Uh. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. 
But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. Casey. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. We know now you want to talk about how do you write satire? We know now the government spent five hundred thousand dollars on a missile to blow out of the sky a twelve dollar Hobby Lobby balloon. These were from hobbyists. They were like, we got to get our twelve dollars together and let's buy a balloon and we'll set it up and we'll track it. Hey, I can't track our balloon anymore. I can't find our balloon. Where's our balloon? The government blew it out of the sky. So why are you blowing things out of the sky if you don't know what they are? You have no more information than you had when you blew them out of the sky. Why would you decide to blow them out of the sky? And then after um, severely limited, limiting which press could be in the press room with this announcement, 24 seats open, people saying being turned away because it's too crowded. Uh, somebody asks him a question about China. Listen to this. There's been criticism that this. Sir, Mr. President, Mr. President, there has been criticism. Mr. President, there has been criticism that this was an overreaction that was done because of political pressure. You come my off and ask a question. We have more polite people. Mr. President, why are you just walks away? He's walking away because the question is. Were you compromised at all because of your family's dealings in China? We know that he has family dealings, but he won't even he won't even recognize the fact that that is a legitimate question. Nah, don't worry about it. I got some more Hobby Lobby. I've got one of those balsa airplanes that we're going to shoot out of the sky in a little while. (laughs) I'll show you how tough I am, wise guy. The Glenn Beck Program.